0: Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Irn? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. We have found out this week that Pottercast will be going on into the third decade of the 2000s. Oh my
1: gosh. This is great news. Why did we find that out? What because happened? Because
0: at a fan event today, J.K. Rowling announced that there will be not three, not four, but five Fantastic Peace
1: <laughs> films. That's nuts. Five of
0: them. John, remember when we started this funny little podcast when we were in our early 20s?
1: Yeah, I do remember that kind of a long time ago. Do
0: you remember that time? And you know what we're going to be in when it's done? Well, the uh, movie, these movies anyway. But, uh, not me, but no. we'll be I'm at least be in old. our early forties when the last uh, of the current batch of Potter. Films.
2: That is wild. There, there will probably be more.
0: Yeah, the current batch. We'll see what they come up with next. Then there'll be the BBC series where they redo everything.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: Okay, for those who don't <laughs> know, my name is Melissa.
2: Hey, I'm John. I'm Zach. There's no frack today.
0: We have no frack today because we wanted to get on and record while things are fresh. But frack will be with us next week at LeakyCon. hey Live at LeakyCon from Los Angeles, LeakyCon.com. Hey, Leaky LA, Pretty fun. Pretty fun. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Zach, what do we got on deck? First
2: off, everyone's really excited about the Patronus quiz. I know that it happened a small... Bit of time ago, but it's good. we have your your patronus <laughs> is sunken in, and, and oddly enough, one of us still hasn't taken the quiz yet. So this is the perfect time to record. <laughs> That's
1: exciting. I, I save it just for you guys. <laughs> I just I know how much know. you love hearing me do things. So here we go.
0: Potter news these days is like the Trump campaign. Every day there's too much <laughs> to get through.
1: Oh my gosh! By
0: the way, Harry Potter fans, if you are interested in supporting some a candidate this election that is. In line with, you know, Harry Potter's values, there's a great website called nerdsforher.com. Heck yeah. And uh, you'll have some, there was some Harry Potter gear that will support the Hillary Clinton campaign.
1: Yeah, I bought a shirt and it's super cool and it says wizards with her and uh, I wore it around last weekend and I got stopped like left and right. Everybody freaking out, wanted to know where I got it.
0: Nerds for, you heard it here, nerdsforher.com. So guys, today... Yeah, I went to a fan event for the Fantastic Beast movie in New York. Nerd. That's me. Going to nerd things. Nerd. Nerd and proud. Nerd firm. Okay, so they had these like screening. It wasn't screenings. They just got people together in a movie theater in Rome, Sao Paulo, London, LA, and New York. I think I'm missing one, but that feels right, and it was just the screening rooms. And in London and in LA, they had some stars there. So Colin, Colin Farrell, and John Voigt were present in LA, and in in London were Eddie Redmayne, uh, the director and producers David Yates and David Heyman, the people who played uh, Queenie and uh, Catherine Waterston and Alison Sudall. So was Dan Fogel. So the, the leads from Fantastic Beasts were there. And they spoke, um, they did like a like a live feed in from each place asking questions, you know, with like local news reporters. Um and it was fun and goofy and I got a t shirt and a wand, because I God guys, I have so many wands. I am gonna give away wands on Potter. I have like a shelf of wands <laughs> in my house. Do you know how many Harry Potter events I've been to with wands? I am wand privileged. You have the over wand here. that
2: has the at uh, the lighter hand of it?
0: I did, but it broke. No. Yeah. Of all the ones I have, that's the only one that broke, okay. of course yeah it was a it was a fun event, and then they started asking these guys questions and i was I was sitting there on a kind of like like I was excited, but I've seen this so many times where the actors you know are like what's it like being in a Harry Potter film, do you feel pressure like tell us about when you like the hardest thing like oh yeah, getting used to the wand was like different. you know it is exciting and it is cool, but we three have seen this for nigh on a decade and a half now right Mm -hmm. so i was like just kind of sitting just enjoying it and then at the end um they asked david Heyman and david yates about the future and david yates said something that i thought would be the big news which is that grindelwald is going to feature heavily in the coming yeah i mean that's the
1: biggest news hands down
0: well that's what i thought when he said that he was going to feature more in the second film, I was like, oh, that's big. You know, like, this is Grindelwald, is a big presence, et cetera, et cetera. And then they seemed to be conferring about something, and the moderator person girl was like, oh, can't you tell us anything? And David Heyman just kept shaking his head. And I thought this was going to happen for sure. But then I just forgot when I got there to think about it. (laughs) And one of them said, oh, there's somebody here who can answer. And of course, J.K. Rowling came on the stage. And I don't Uh... even think the actors knew that she was going to be there because they all seemed like super pumped when they, you know, like really genuinely thrilled when they saw her. And, And she's met them a bunch of times. And she was saying that she has... She has t- she's told them way too much about the future. Like she's not supposed to tell them about yeah. the upcoming films, but she keeps doing it. So she's like, "Yeah, they've been lying to you about them not knowing. They know everything." <laughs> and then, oh my god, she was like, "All right, well, fine. I'm just going to tell you when we plotted this out, when we said it was going to be a trilogy, that was just a placeholder because we thought for sure it'd be a trilogy. But now I've properly plotted them all, and it's five movies." And she didn't say we, we hope it will be five movies. She didn't say we think will be five movies. She says it is five yeah. movies. First of all, she's JK Rowling and she can say that and know it's gonna happen, so that's kind of amazing. Exactly. Um, yeah, guys, five, five, five Harry Potter movies. <laughs> the first one comes out in the fall of sixteen. When the last one comes out, it will be what? Twenty twenty two or twenty three or twenty four? Somewhere around there. Unbelievable. Strap in, guys.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs>
0: I know. Wow. Well, I have
1: five, so many questions. I, yeah, like, many how much time is this going to span? And how long right? will Grindelwald be the villain? And will it be like a Voldemort? Will he, where he is throughout like a presence? And will we see Dumbledore more often now because Grindelwald? is mm. is around and who's to say this has to stay centered around newt like you know like he's he could certainly be there and be involved yeah. in the plot but it's who's, not to, who's say. to say the
0: next one is called fantastic beasts yeah. right. this could just be movie one
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking
0: so it was funny the actors clearly did not know there'd be five movies because the look on the girls faces was so like you felt so good for them because it was like the look of job security yeah. Yeah. We're like in the money all over this their faces like oh sunny. man I don't, to, I don't have to get another job for yes. 10 years i'm good that's awesome <laughs> but Fantastic. who knows they could they could die they could You know, in the movie, in the movie, in the movie,
1: in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know,
0: (laughs) but then, then... They could start growing weed
1: at their mom's house and get kicked out of the movies. They could. Yeah,
0: there's that. (laughs) They also also said that movie two will take place in a different capital city. Mm, Okay. Not New York. They didn't say a different country, but a different capital city. Also, New York's not a capital, so... It's interesting, but I think they just mean like another like big city. Maybe they meant DC. Maybe it's going to go down to DC.
1: Well, I mean, we do know in the Pottermore canon that the capital uh, shifted around quite a bit. So it did, and
0: the capital, not, and not just from Pottermore Makuza, the U.S. capital in those days, in the early days, did shift around right. a lot. Mm-hmm. It was like in like eight different cities before it was settled. in.
2: do we know if it's going to be in, in the United States the next film, or if it's going to go global? They didn't say. I have a lot of questions too. First off. Are we going to have Fantastic Beasts and we're going to find them two, three, four, five, or are we going to have you know Quidditch through the ages? Are we going to have a completely new? Yeah, I don't title? Know. Are we going to have? Are we going to have something based at Ilvermorny? Are we going to? You know, my is guess
0: to... is it's going to be a whole new title for movie two.
2: Now that's something to get excited about because when I heard that it was a trilogy at first, I assumed that it was a Fantastic Beasts trilogy, and then I also hoped that it was you know not that it would go to other titles too, but five this you know five is right guys are like this basically means that there's going to be a wider selection of films that this isn't going to follow the single storyline mm-hmm. well
0: hold on imdb has it as fantastically somewhere to find them too who knows what they actually no, i mean, mean. That,
1: that's just the easiest way to
2: create the, yeah. the page yeah. on the website but if it but since grindelwald is being implanted and i haven't seen any of the trailers yet because i've I want to love this movie and it's going to feel amazing to see all of this new Potter stuff on screen since Deathly Hallows part two for the first time. Mm -hmm. But I know just from, you know, being friends with everyone in the fandom and all of the stuff that we're doing that he was mentioned in the trailer, especially after today. If, if, if what John said is happening, if, if the Grindelwald conflict is a, a centerpiece that's going to be explored over these five films or even a few of these films, that's going to be amazing because in book seven, it's touched on, and at King's Cross, it's, it's expounded on. But actually, living through it is a prequel sort of thing that would be really interesting to actually see on screen. Yeah.
0: Do you know what's amazing is that these are going to be? It's going to be a full story that J.K. Rowling is telling primarily through this this medium. She's creating it. Yeah. She's not. It's not like I I, I know somebody who's read the script for Fantastic Piece, and they said that it was, um, very her, very very. Joe, you know, mm. which just makes me more excited about than anything else I've heard about <laughs> this film, you know, but like, it's not about, did they do her a books justice? Did they do her story justice? Exactly. She is crafting this story yeah. through this. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, really pumped. Oh, oh, how could I forget? I buried the lead. I saw 10 minutes of the movie (laughs) no
1: that's not even fair but now we get to ask you all about it so should we sound a a spoiler warning here oh
0: my god john you get to do (coughs) the spoiler warning (coughs) 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 the spoiler (coughs) warning i've missed you
1: spoiler warnings if you don't want to know what happened in the first 10 minutes (laughs) fast (laughs) forward two minutes
0: uh, okay. So it opens on a whole bunch of newspapers uh, about Grindel- Grindelwald's rise. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> it's all, it's, yeah, no, it's just a, a constant, it's a barrage. How excited like, were you when you saw that? Oh, yeah. Very. Uh, that was like, uh,
2: my yeah. gosh.
0: um gosh. It was, um it was very like uh hogwarts security tightened muggle uh, or not not muggle um american ban on magical beasts continue where is and then they're looking for wizards and they it's all about the ramping danger in grindelwald grindelwald is a pa- a pallor over this entire movie you know um so- and then it zooms in on a picture of the statue of liberty and i can't You know, like we all, we've all known New York, it's New York, it's New York. But when you're a New Yorker Mm -hmm. and it opens on this icon that you've been living near your whole life. I used to be obsessed with the Statue of liberty when I was little. And so to see that as part of the Harry Potter movies was just very, I don't know, I had like almost a physical reaction to it in a good way. I'm sure yeah it was like kind of lovely, and newt you like him immediately he like he's like talking to the animal in his case, who's trying to get out, like telling him like not long now we're gonna get there he's on a boat, they're getting off the boat, and he goes through Ellis Island and he has to check he has to check his uh case. and and he clicks a button and it says muggle worthy and he opens it and it just looks like it's like clothing you know the customs official i love that part yeah it's really cute and so then he goes through and you see him like walking down the streets um and he stops at this like there's like an evangelical on the steps and he he hits into um not queenie the sister what's the other what's the sister's name Uh, uh tina he he, like bangs into her. So you, we know because she, from advertising, that this is a witch. But all she looks like is a woman eating a hot dog. She's literally eating like a Nathan's looking hot dog on the street. Oh my god! And to hear all these wizards, you know, speaking like a New York, even just a New York accent, the the American accent or American oh, non accent to my ears it's really, it's it's like for 30 seconds or so, you're like, what is this? And then, so he's in this crowd listening to this woman kind of evangelicize about weird dark happenings in the city. Um, right before this, you see um, there's a, a house or a townhome or something that's been utterly destroyed. And you have the police there, like the muggle, the nomad police. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, they don't understand what's what's going on and and of course it's the prohibition era so they're talking about how they don't drink and i'm trying to cut back or whatever um but then colin farrell's character shows up at this destructive destructive place and he looks like a a nomad but we know that he's like the head of like the containment force or whatever for Makuza. and so he Looks kind of sinister and foreboding. John Voight called him silky danger. Okay. <laughs> this is really funny. He's got a silky dangerous okay. quality. And while he's investigating the perimeter, there's some sort of animal that kind of like rips through and tears tears up the street while he's standing there. But you don't see it. It's invisible. So already there's a menace in in New York but then you go back to Newt and he's in this he's in this crowd and he trips a little bit because Dan Fogler's character um, what Stan Fogler's character Jacob comes bumping into him and it looks like either they do switch cases by accident because they have similar cases or it's just enough that the animal that was trying to get out of Newt's Case does get out, and it's a it's a niffler. It's like that little niffler yeah, that we've seen uh, in the in the ads. And so while they're while like Newt's just standing here watching this woman, uh, preach to this crowd. Coins are kind of flying yes. away from the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> and you see the niffler kind of like look at him, and he's got his head in a, a hat now that's now like full of coins. So he like you know stumbles after him. And then after we saw that, they just showed us a couple of clips of like of um of a big clock in Macuza that seems to be like in the same vein as the Weasley clock that it's not telling the time, but it's telling like status of war or something of certain magical animals. There's a lot of magical animal stuff. There's one scene about, um, there's a man floating and they say that we know that your beasts did this. And, um, And he's like, actually, when he inspects it, he says that was not a beast. Newt gets arrested by the nomad, by the not the nomad, by the American Muggles because he's creating a disturbance because <laughs> there's you're not know, allowed to have beasts. Like there's just lots, there's lots happening. It's a very, when I first heard about this, I'm like, oh okay, they'll be chasing animals <laughs> around right, New York right. City. But it's very clear that they tied it very fast to the political happenings in Europe. Grindelwald is a is a rising force, and so that J.K. Rowling tweeted today, like. When you see the story we're really telling, that I think that is the story they're really telling. This is it's Grindelwald's rise and eventually an eventual defeat and what that means. Mm, um, holy crap! Really exciting. It's got like a gray color to it. These first ten minutes, mm. um, at least in my brain, it's got that kind of like daytime on a cloudy day in New York vibe. Overcast. You know, it's just different. It's adult. It's not kids playing with magic. These are. It's just kind of more real world if that makes any sense. Well, it's
1: definitely more of the real world that we recognize, I guess, suppose, or, or definitely you would in New York. Less sense. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's back, you know, long time ago, you know, and what is it, set in like the 20s? 26. So, 1926. So we have, you know, like, that. that's just a really cool era anyway, especially in New York. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, it's it's like some of the scenes that I've seen in the trailers just kind of, it almost looks like an old, like, mobster kind of movie. But instead of guns, if people have, like, wands and they're, like, shooting each other with spells. Like, what an interesting combination. Like, I I, I can tell I'm just going to love this
2: so much. I've been afraid of this movie for so long. I just... <sighs> thinking about the other films not only adaptation wise but the look and feel just wasn't the kind of style that, that I you know really sucked my teeth into and enjoyed cinematically of course it's Harry Potter and I was obsessed with the films but I look back and I think you know the the, the castle could have been more darker even though we were with children wizards you go back and you reread the the series and it, you know it's dark from sorcerer's stone on these aren't light books even though that they're considered young adult books uh it's not light and the the themes are very serious and what happens is very serious and i thought that it was kind of distracted so from just going through you know the paces of being a franchise film of that size of that genre at that time in cinema and in movie making and in, uh you know where entertainment was and now that it's 2016 and we're this far and we've seen things like game of thrones be successful that is so real and so gritty that sort of takes those further steps. I'm hearing Melissa talk about this and I'm just like it sounds like to me that fantastic beasts is is kind of bringing that that polish and that uh that that feel that yeah. we've always known could be with Potter films and I don't even know if I'm ready for it.
0: Yeah, it's a fully functioning magical world as opposed to we're watching, you know, a school, which is a fantastic place for our imaginations for so long, but mm-hmm. this is this is the real big world of America, you know, like there's nothing, it's not the borough. It's like, it's like we're in London all the time instead of Hogwarts. It's a big metropolis and it's all functioning with adults at the helm, you know?
1: This, this is all reminding me of, um, back when Prisoner of Azkaban came out, the film, when, uh, we were all remarking about how different this felt because, you know, Alfonso purposefully, was inserting a lot of subtle background magic into the shots. Whereas the first couple of movies, it was like, oh, you're doing magic? Let's see it then. Mm -hmm. And like everybody stops and looks at it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, to have it happening in the background without it being the primary focus of the scene just adds a whole layer of realism. And so now, now that we're so many steps removed from that even, we have, like you said, this fully functioning city where, like, I've had to watch this trailer even so many times just to feel like I've caught everything. And I still feel like I haven't caught everything. There's just so much going on. Yeah. And to your point, Zach, about how you know um the realism and just how f- far along they've come in terms of production value like it was just in- insane to think that uh you know what year would it have been that they would have finished the last harry potter film and uh you know what more are they capable of doing now just in terms of special effects yeah. and uh production value and uh just make the stuff that used to be hard just completely, uh, you know, easy looking. Like some of these characters in there, you know, but we used to think Dobby was such a huge deal and, and Creature, and like they they were big deals in the time. But now there's so many other characters that look even more like they belong in in that room, and like they're like they're right there with the the human actors, and uh, it's just yeah makes everything
2: else seem so much more believable. And think about the decisions that they're more confident in making now because it's its own thing rather than adapting Harry Potter and trying to adapt that series and make it as marketable and as big box as it actually was. I think for a lot of reasons, the movies for me failed because they were adapting a book series that would have been better suited for a TV series where we could feel like if we, as we read the books, the, the changing of time and the seasons within the books. We could feel the pacing. It wasn't just an amalgamation stuffing into a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour experience where Harry starts and then he eventually reaches his foe at the end of the book so quickly. You know, the books gave yeah. us a, a, a better, a better pacing through it. But this, this is going to be different because Joe wrote this specifically, and that's why today's news is so important. Because Fantastic Mm. Beasts isn't about this movie, and then at the end of the movie, Newt rescues the creatures, he saves the day, it's over... Uh, this movie's about what is looking like to shape out to be a five-part movie series that she's writing, yeah, which, is like, which is like her way of saying, I didn't want to write a five-book series. I'm writing a five-movie series. <laughs> I'm basically making a TV show for you, but it's five movies long instead of five episodes long. And instead of it being on HBO, it's going to be in theaters. Yeah. That's what I can do. Mm-hmm.
0: What yeah. she's showing is that the medium does not matter. She is a master storyteller, yeah. whether it's up. Yeah play that she's commissioning, a script she's writing, a book she's writing, a web, web content, like whatever it is. We don't care. Just it's the way she tells it. She knows how to tell a story just period. And so... I'm, down, like, oh, I'm so dead. Like, I'm dead. If she has plotted five, five, movies, five movies, the words J.K. Rowling has plotted are the most exciting <laughs> words yeah. a person can utter. Because she's yeah. like the best plotter in the universe. Oh, well, man. That's going to be amazing. That,
1: but what I really want to see is, is now that we know for sure that she has thought all this through, like, one of the things that I loved about the books. Um, that are, like made them so much fun to predict was just how good she was at inserting tiny little foreshadowing clues uh, that just seem like throwaway details but if her patterns hold and she still writes in the same way that she used to Like, I think we're going to have just as much fun trying to predict what happens watching these movies as we did rereading the early books. And like, honest to God, that was what made even the podcasts fun to do back in the day. Because Mm -hmm. we were just looking for clues like a treasure hunt, trying to figure out what was going to happen. And, you know, I ended up predicting the majority of Deathly Hollows before (laughs) all said and (laughs) done.
0: But, you know, that's, I will probably, I can see myself now watching this movie a hundred times as opposed to the movies of the books that i have on dvd that are like i never really Mm watch them they're lovely they're great you know but they were um surface level because they were trying to get everything in and they were cutting things out and they were trying so hard whereas these movies like you're saying john are gonna be yeah this is amazing this is gonna be be so cool we are gonna have so much fun trying to pick out
2: (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: the future here
1: what a what can a we talk about um the fact that I don't remember in the, the what we knew about Grindelwald involving him being on different continents and even different countries was he and I, I mean, I might be wrong about that, but
0: no, he was your i mean they even say in the thing this is you know Grindelwald's Actions in Europe, like he's not an American. Okay, thresh. so
1: he's not going to be in New York facing off. Who knows? Some giant monster. I don't know.
0: Not in this. Not in this film. Okay. I don't think. Because like, I it's, it's already
1: making him out to be such a bigger deal than Voldemort. And I feel like when we were reading the Harry Potter books, they were making Voldemort out to be a much bigger deal than Grindelwald.
0: I don't know. I think. I think. I kind of always thought Grindelwald was. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if he's bigger, but definitely Voldemort and his threat was was contained. Mm-hmm. Like, he never tried to take the school. Grindelwald didn't care about Hogwarts. Grindelwald seemed to want to get to, ha- to have wider kind of like world domination plans, not just in London. He was in, you know, and I feel like their aims are just so different Voldemort was trapped in its own little mortality quest whereas Grindelwald was just like power 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 you know it's just different and I can see how the just like the rise of Hitler had consequences to our political atmosphere in America that's sort of going to be what they're what they're making parallels to you know
2: yeah Uh, Grindelwald was very muggle focused and uh, you know he he splintered off from from Dumbledore on the path of the greater good and took it on his own and uh, right. Eventually he he it became such a big deal what he was doing that Dumbledore had to face him and stop him. But I think the reason why the, Vol- the Voldemort stuff felt more urgent was a because it was happening at that actual time and b because he was focusing so much of his violence on the Wizarding World first and that was immediately you know hurting right. him and so it seemed like it was a much more dangerous deal at the time.
0: You're so right about Grindelwald being muggle focused because he was trying it was this cleansing thing, you know, yeah. it was this we must show them for the we must do what has to be done for the greater good and we have to show them the way and all this stuff, very reminiscent of what happened in the 40s. And so mm. um that you're right. I think that like Voldemort was just was just he was there too. He believed in all that too, but first it was way more important to capture control, defeat his enemies. Dumbledore, defeat his enemy Harry Potter. He just never got that far.
2: That's why I think that Grindelwald, you know, also because it was so long ago is it diminished in a lot of people's minds. But I think that it's possible he could have been, I guess, I mean, the only person that really knows is Joe, um, a greater threat. I mean, if you see, if you're seeing newspapers of him in, in America, uh, you know, to the point of view of Newt's commander, Do you guys think that the same thing was happening with Voldemort? Probably. Probably,
0: probably, yeah. but I'm starting to think that Grindelwald was a bigger threat than Voldemort globally. I'm to think thinking
1: that too because if yeah. you think about the fact that he was paired against Dumbledore, right? And exactly. Voldemort was paired against Harry, and right. when you compare Dumbledore and Harry, their strengths are not similar. Like no. Dumbledore is like a powerhouse of, of magical ability, and for him to have an equal, uh, someone to rival. That person would need to be just as extraordinary, and and Voldemort certainly could hold his own against Dumbledore, but he, uh, in no. the end, Harry, you know yeah, he wasn't as Harry
0: scared. couldn't have duelled equally until that very end moment. Harry couldn't have duelled Voldemort just on skill. This was Harry, Harry won because Harry had to win. Harry was the only person who could have done it. It was uniquely, they were uniquely suited to have that fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Dumbledore and Grindelwald seems like it was just skill on skill and Grin- and yeah. Dumbledore was the better well, wizard. That's,
2: this is, listen, if this five movie arc is going to be the story of, of Grindelwald, Dumbledore, and the Wizarding World, holy crap, this is going to be so cool. <laughs> well, and
1: we haven't even mentioned the fact that we're in... Uh, this kind of fiction and this sort of film for this sort of audience, have we ever encountered the possibility of two homosexual, male, mm-hmm. powerful mm-hmm. characters facing off and building a huge arc over that potential?
0: We don't know if Grindelwald's, if, if the affections were returned on Grindelwald's side, possibly Grindelwald like took advantage of what he knew were Dumbledore's affections, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But either way imagine imagine now Dumbledore is this great wizard a couple of years go by she reveals that he's gay and then she comes back and is like and he's gonna be an action hero in yeah. the fifth film exactly. oh man
1: oh, this is man. it that would be so cool yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you imagine young Dumbledore being busted out in the fifth, in the, oh. In the fifth oh, movie oh my gosh Oh, I mean I'm so excited. what if
2: we're you know the second movie or the third movie in Hogwarts yeah they're not experiencing the a conversation no, between I mean like you know
0: as, at the climax of the thing yeah. I don't mean, See, like at all. here's
1: here's my my other prediction is that uh, you know, especially going off of what they said about how they're going to be in a different capital, I think this series is going to move around the world often, purposefully i agree for no other reason than they have um theme parks in many different countries now and it does them no favors to keep them all english focused and we have magical schools now um talked about on pottermore and uh you know and where, where are they there's there's some in asia there's one in africa i could totally see one of these movies either being centered there entirely or at least in part. You know, totally. even, even Pirates of the Caribbean series did that. They were all over the place.
2: Dumbledore trading know. in Asia on a misty mountainside in the third movie. <laughs> practicing the skills. Why not?
1: Well, think about it. I mean, you have Newt's Commander whose whole MO is about finding and collecting and and basically writing about uh, beasts all over the world so you know why would New York be his only other stop like he should be all over the place like the wild thornberries
0: like the wild thornberries maybe it'll be I've always
1: thought they were similar in my mind the wild thornberries and Newt's commander occupy similar part of my brain I don't know why
0: as Grindelwald like gains a foothold in power um I think it does make sense that that's where these movies will follow Mm mm-hmm yeah right, but he and he does around europe you know so the, yeah there's plenty of cities left oh yeah also I, i'm looking at um some of this footage and the actress who plays queenie it's weird she looks just like to me she looks like a blonde dina menzel yeah. eh, that's watch her like facial expressions especially when she smiles She looks just like a blonde dina menzel it's interesting that is cool Guys, it's exciting.
2: I'm jealous that you got to see the first ten minutes. So it felt good, though. The it did. You know, like it just- I
0: won't say that it was like, oh my god. You know, right. I won't say that because I don't know anything about this series. It's different when I was had read four books and had seen and was seeing the first bit of the first movie. That was a different feeling. This was like okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do this. This looks good. You know, I don't want to pretend that. I have a higher hype well, on it You than couldn't I
1: do. Possibly. You don't have a long relationship with it yet. Right. It'd be like having like a long distance relationship with somebody that you've only ever met online. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to know each other for months and months and months and months. And then you finally meet in person. For 10 That's minutes. That's a huge deal. Right? But yep. like... You know, if you just randomly meet somebody, they could be a great person and they could be a person you could end up being in a relationship with, but you don't know anything about them, so you're not going to have the same reaction. You're yeah, not going to no. be as excited. It's impossible. It wouldn't make sense yeah. if you did.
0: And I don't want to pretend otherwise. You know, we are the most excited Harry Potter fans, arguably, in you know the world or like the most, yeah. like, if you combine excitement and knowledge and experience, we're definitely up there. And I'm like cautiously very optimistic about this.
2: I'm worried the production might not be able to keep up with the level that Joe's pushing out on the story. Is that
1: fair? I mean, only if this doesn't get the sort of box office that they were hoping for. Right.
0: Right. And I don't think that's possible. They're not going to spare any expense
1: for the first one. And if it does well, they'll continue. If it, if it really tanks, then maybe be worried, but I can't, I can't see how it could unless they just market it poorly. But so far, I think they've done a pretty good job.
2: I just don't want to see another, 10 foot Grim Reaper, Tom Riddle gravestone, uh. you know, like let's ground this in realism and make it, let's make it, you know, I just think it deserves to be what it is. Like you said, Melissa, that felt so good seeing them walking around the street and being wizards.
0: Yeah. And like immersing in a whole new aspect of how wizarddom, you know, or the wizarding world or whatever works. Like Americans clearly do it way different than mm-hmm. the British people. It's just a different paradigm. And so that's exciting and, and and americans are like a little bit more you know paranoid about magic which is in line with our history so yeah yeah it's 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 cool
2: that's gonna be so interesting i don't know if i've ever given that a lot of thought but thinking about modern america how different that would be than uh the british wizarding world that we're familiar with that would that would be so surreal seeing american wizards this is gonna be very strange
0: yeah our puritan history is a. Uh, well represented, I think, so far, <laughs> in what we're seeing ah,
2: <laughs> oh, it's exciting, Yeah, we get to see it on uh, November eleventh.
0: Yes, it's the twelfth, actually it's oh, Saturday, okay, November twelfth. oh guys, and we're at leakycon soon. we're gonna talk about all the Makuza stuff that was just released, and God, we have so much to do. Yeah. Makuza 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 I'm looking at a trailer right now. Do I see a house elf holding a wand?
2: Maybe, how dare it
0: I do on trailer three. That's interesting. Mm. Also, Colin Farrell's suit is a thing to behold. I'm excited it is. How about the fact
1: that we have like recognizable American actors in these movies.
0: I know mm-hmm.
1: and none of them are children. Nope, very interesting.
0: All these images of people skating in Central Park is just so ah, so cool.
1: Yeah, I do hope that we get to see enough of like life as usual. You know, because it's mm-hmm. it's interesting enough to see a magical New York. Like, don't blow it up in the first twenty minutes. Like, like let us see how these people live and how they interact with the nomad folks in their town. And you know, keep it keep it subtle but special. Don't like blow the city up like every other I New York movie. Like, agree. I'm so yeah. sick of that crap.
0: Well, we also have Shaw, the seeming American presidential candidate. Um, Yeah. There's some campaign events, it looks like, in these trailers. Oh, my of gosh. These, yeah.
1: That is so cool. Yeah.
0: Very, like, 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 cut of his, like, very, like, American GI looking, strong jaw. I love JFK that she kind of inserted character.
1: an election story into a big election yeah. year, but make the damn thing come out a week sooner. What are you doing? Like,
0: well, it might be a little bit of a weird thing. Like, was 26 an actual presidential Yeah, I don't think it was.
1: Yeah, but still, if you're going to try to, like, get people's minds in the place, like, that you could potentially be doing, like, put the thing out in time to have an impact.
0: It's just, it just looks so freaking exciting. It's great.
1: I can't wait. I'm so excited.
0: All right, well, we are going to continue to be talking about this nonstop until the movie, after the movie, and we're going to be talking about it some at LeakyCon next week.
1: What do you think Newt's Patronus is? Oh God! Oh, Patronuses! Like, he right. loves all these animals. Like, I don't even know which one would be his favorite.
0: What would What would it be?
1: What if it was like a newt? But I'm bum. Does every Patronus have a size relative to its, you know, physical, actual, like animal? Like, could you have just like a really big, like slug? as a Patronus or would it need to be the size of like an actual slug? That's a good question.
0: I have actually no idea.
1: Imagine like a 10 foot squirrel Patronus <laughs> running around. <laughs>
0: that's That'd just be terrifying.
1: terrifying. It
2: would scare every or, like a pterodactyl
1: away. and it's just massive. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. Or, or like a really tiny T-Rex. <laughs> tiny These are good T-rex. questions.
0: Okay, Patronus quizzes. All
1: right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out <laughs> what go- my Patronus <laughs> is. I'm going to go to Pottermore.com. Okay. I'm
0: gonna log back
1: up, in. Back up, back up, back we're up, back up. One second, patronus,
0: patronus. I'm gonna log we out. We just found out. <laughs> I no, don't know. No, don't log out. No, 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 no Wait, don't log out.
2: None of that. Okay.
0: Zach, you got your patronus.
2: Yeah, you got your patronus too.
0: I did. So patronuses uh, are on Pottermore.com, and their aim, the the, the ever expanding aim of Pottermore to like. Have you have all the experiences that Harry and the wizarding people do? You get your wand, you get your house. uh, Now we get patronuses, so you have to answer a couple of questions. Uh, Zach, what did you get?
2: A dapple gray stallion. Nice,
0: that's classy. I like it. Beautiful. I got a fox.
2: Fox. Tell us about the fox because before we started recording, Melissa just googled simply just googled fox facts. What did you find out? Fox facts. What do you have for us?
0: Uh, animal symbolism and meanings. They're cutting. They're into strategy. Quick thinking. They're adaptable. They're clever. Supposedly wise. I have some other stuff here. Um, red fox meaning solar attributes. The red in the fox is representative of a solar emblem. As a solar emblem, the fox animal symbolism deals with passion, desire, intensity, and expression. You guys have known me for a while. Mm. These don't seem to talk about me at all. Do you? Do, I, no, mean, right?
2: I think a fox is good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I don't know if everyone else is
2: as pleased with what they've gotten. I know that after the test, there was, you know, days of uproar. And this is something that we've all been looking forward to for years. You know, not only the Patronus quiz, but just kind of finding out what our actual Patronus would be because you don't actually know until you cast a a successful Patronus charm. So finding out and like having something assigned is, is kind of a weird feeling because. I've always just kind of picked out what I wanted and I think it's changed over the mm-hmm. years but now like is this does everyone like is this your patronus like Melissa are you fully identifying with the fox now or did you have a previous idea of what you liked
0: I thought I was going to be a lion I thought that was it um but I think this is more accurate it it captures the more cunning side of my brain the you know because like I'm, I'm very much a gryffindor but I have a crafty side uh I did for fun take it a second time and I got a husky. That's what I want. Which is like <laughs> Ah, it's like my least favorite animal. No. So it's I mean, I, I love huskies. They're fine. I have a personal stupid reason for not liking huskies. That has nothing to do with the animal. They're gorgeous, wonderful animals, but I like foxies. Foxies. I like foxies, foxies guys. <laughs> <laughs> foxies. No, I like my fox. I'm really, really happy with my fox. Um one of my one of the people at Mischief. Has been having like a mu- a mouse problem in her in her apartment, and she took the test like three times, and every yes. single time with some variation on a mouse. That's amazing. On a, some sort of it was like a vole, and then there was some other. It was so funny.
2: I think I've taken it like a dozen times, and I didn't get a similar answer for each of these. And we're gonna What's find your out. As uh, I think my favorite was the first one that I got, which was the stallion. I mean, I've gotten mm-hmm. some interesting ones, and I think that there's 140 different animals that um the test can give you but as we'll find out That's a lot when, when john takes his quiz there's oh you i know, can't wait the, the nature of the quiz is so interesting because it's it's reaction based and it's also obviously answer based but i feel like the, the timing must have something to do with as well and i don't know if this happened to everyone you know i'm not going to spoil it we should just have john take it and then yeah. talk about it let's do
1: it here i go discover your patronus at com slash user profile slash patronus Actually, all right got a black loading screen tells me I should put on headphones I can see the goblet of fire okay the Patronus is a kind of positive force a projection of the very things that the Dementor feasts upon discover your Patronus begin oh dear sun wind rain oh my god rain
0: <laughs> oh yeah you have to do it fast that's right
1: blood or bone uh blood I guess uh over under around um around What was that? I saw a hint of a tail. Or was it a wing? Uh oh. Uh oh. Forever or sometimes. Um forever. That's a good one. More questions should do it. Mind, heart or spirit. Uh mind. Hmm. Unusual patronus can be harder to produce. You need another question.
0: Oh, John. There we go. Sleep
1: or awake. Um awake. Here it goes. Your unusual patronus is a raven.
0: Ooh, very He's nice. Flying
1: around. It's
0: That's pretty. A, it is pretty. A raven. The whole the whole experience was pretty pretty.
1: I'll take it. I was kind of hoping for a bird. I feel like birds are very practical patronuses.
0: Think <laughs> of fetch things for they you. could cover more yeah, ground, you know, really.
1: you know. Like it is funny to think that like a, a like wispy little bit of magic could uh, you know, Transport itself more efficiently if it can fly rather than walk on the ground. Because, like, would a raven be a faster Patronus to send a like note to like another wizard uh, than like a stallion, for instance? Right. Mm, it depends if they can like, run through the air. Sh-
0: mm, I, don't seen, uh, so. the I don't think so. The walking I don't think Patronuses kind of are bound by like to. the Muggle version of their animals' qualities because there's sometimes. There's also a unicorn. A couple people got a uni- unicorn patronus, so it's not always a muggle or non-magical animal, you know. No. And Harry's
2: stag burst and ran across the the lake in Azkaban.
0: Yeah, they're probably pretty similar in speed. But It makes a lot of sense. I like the bird for you, John. It's very it's it's awesome. cool like. That. A, yeah,
2: that's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty neat. Some people got destrals, phoenixes,
0: dragons no,
1: yeah, we we didn't know there were magical animals I thought that wasn't even allowed yeah
0: no Dumbledore has a phoenix patronus
1: yeah. well but he's Dumbledore that's true <laughs>
0: well it means <laughs> it's allowed
1: I mean it'd be very rare why does it a say mine is patronus? unusual like
2: can you are other ones not called unusual I didn't get that the first time I took the quiz it just you know how it just happened really quickly for you yeah I missed the first answer I, I just was like oh God. I was thinking about it and then it goes mm-hmm. alright we'll try again and I think that that had something to do with it I don't know if a stallion yeah. has no sense of urgency but like what <laughs> Melissa did I'm pretty sure that we all googled uh, you know facts about our animals and try to figure it out
0: yeah because it doesn't have any Nothing. like associated information I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would just
1: love to see the logic behind the quiz I would just love to see what's all factored in I wish I could talk to whoever programmed it.
2: Do you guys think that it's specifically tethered to routes of questions, or or maybe yeah, they give you something from a group? It's just that there's so many animals, you know, and so mm-hmm. little questions.
1: Has anybody made a master list of all of the possibilities? I think they're out. It's
2: they're out there.
0: Okay, if you have heard, if you have found listeners online, some sort of like correlation chart.
2: Ooh, yeah. For
0: patroni, patronuses, let us know. Uh maybe somebody is doing tests and tracking it. I'm really curious. If because it does it does seem like very few questions to get. So maybe it puts you in a group and then picks randomly. Mm,
2: that's you know? what I was thinking. I'm not sure. Hmm. Kind of wish I got a thestral. A lot
0: of, a lot of interesting <laughs> ones. The thestral one I'm looking it up is really pretty, and it even says you have produced a very rare patronus. John, did yours say you have produced a rare patronus?
1: It says I produced an unusual patronus.
0: Unusual patronus. Interesting. I Mine gonna, did not.
1: I, I mean, I would imagine rare is more unusual than unusual, right? Yeah. In the scale of frequency, I guess rare would be.
0: So does it? Is it gratifying? Is it as good as the wand? stuff as you know um, are the, we happy with this the quiz was cooler this
1: seemed kind of m- like i like that it like had timing factored into it um but this did seem much more arbitrary or at least like a gut you know take kind of thing like wind or rain or whatever like w- what in the world like I, yeah. I picked rain i don't know why like i <laughs> rain's neat and like in la i never see it anymore so like I'm, <laughs> I'm drawn to it as
2: a novelty maybe it's this way because our patronus is supposed to be the gut reaction like it's the true representation without much thought like without editing it's yeah whatever but If I out. lived
1: in like it, it doesn't know like what if i lived in like north carolina and like my house was underwater right now like picking rain would be very different Response than in a drought. That's true. Or maybe they do know where I am.
0: John, you're like tagged. pukwaji I don't know. I mean, this was it was fun, and I the the animation is beautiful. And oh I'm yeah, I just keep watching
1: platform. it fly around. And yeah, it fun. yeah, it's really
0: cool. It's cool.
2: I I don't know. Like I I want to say that the dapple gray stallion is my Patronus, even though I probably will never produce a Patronus. You know, it's just you know, you have your Silver Morning House, you have your Hogwarts house. Now that there's a Patronus quiz, uh, are people you know claiming these as their Patronus and and walking on? You know, like are we going to see people with art of their Patronus at Leaky next week? Are we going to see T-shirts? Are we going to see people that have you know yes. dis- dis- discovered their Patronus and is like, this is it? I got a dolphin. Yes, my dolphin will swim through the air and battle Dementors. This is my Patronus. Yes. Good. Yes, there well. I expect you wearing a sparkly fox shirt next week then.
0: <laughs> the sparkly. I, where where <laughs> does one find a sparkly fox shirt? I'm going to go. I'm going to Google that right now.
2: They actually, wouldn't be too bad to wear, honestly.
0: Oh, my goodness. I encourage everybody to Google sparkly fox shirt.
2: Oh, man. What did you
0: find? I like these fantastic sweaters. Oh, my Just God. like big knitted fox faces. <laughs> oh, I'm, cool. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm going to wear it. That's pretty cool. All right. So I'm going to see you guys in a week. Oh, my gosh.
1: I can't believe it. Just down the street, sort of. Not quite. Almost. Almost. It's coming. Are we doing anything at actual Wizarding World at LeakyCon? We have I open at the, at the close on the Wednesday. What's that mean?
0: Open at the close. That means that we rent out the park so that it is open for people. No way. The whole thing? The whole, the wall the Harry Potter portion, the important part. Wizards only, no no nomads. For like three or four, it's, it's, uh, the park usually closes at six. Mm -hmm. From six to seven, everybody who is not with our group gets bustled out and from seven to ten, the park is just ours.
1: That's so cool.
0: It's so exciting. It's
1: going to be great. Is there going to be food?
0: Food will be available for purchase okay and it's all the rides will be open all the all the exhibits will be open all of will be open all the things that you want to do will be open and you'll be just with like a couple wait, hundred the rides are going to be open mm-hmm. oh my yep. gosh
1: so wait, is the food going to be the normal food at the park that's available yes. for purchase or is we mm-hmm. other food
0: normal food Without normal food. lines yeah the yeah. food's
1: good that's great yeah the food so, is really good
0: as those who have gone to these before will tell you, it is a fantastic and magical night, huh. and you should look at it on um, leakycon. dot com. Go get your ticket. Is the frogs going to be performing? Yes, I think so. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. It is. It is my favorite. My favorite event that we do. That's Wednesday the nineteenth, and then you can get a, a wrapped in ticket to the rest of the if you don't have it yet through that through our link to the park. You can get like a bundled discount for. Bleaky Con for the weekend plus your park nice. ticket.
2: We'll be podcasting live, and the programming this year is ridiculous. It's it's, ridiculous, it's almost tear-inducing it? how how fun and cool and exciting it is. You know, really good job.
0: It's so back to basics, back to the old school Harry Potter. Is like, there anything plus, about
2: shipping? I think that there plus, is.
0: Plus, there's a whole immersive element that's going to be happening the entire weekend so we're going to ha- our opening is not the end of the story the opening is going to start things and then you're going to see l- little pieces of it throughout the weekend and it's all going to come to a close on the Sunday this is a new thing we're trying it's really special oh
2: god guys it's so exciting if you can't go we will be podcasting live and you will be able to hear it so yeah. I'll see you then yes you will so cool all right guys all right we'll see you soon goodbye
0: bye we've missed it you three. I confess
1: myself
2: Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed.
1: Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. (laughs)